Welcome to the Soul Meet Strategy Podcast. This is for the new earth feminine leader who is ready for exponential growth by going deeper into her magic. The woman who's here to expand her wealth, become fully self-expressed and make waves through her business. Hi, I'm your host, Jenna Fay, founder of Soul Meet Strategy. I've grown my multi six-figure business by mentoring badass women like you to unleash your embodied feminine leadership, use aligned strategy to scale, become masterful facilitators and experience quantum manifestation. If you're a full body yes to experiencing more wealth, pleasure and nourishment in your life and business, then you are in the right place. Come and connect with me on Instagram at soulmeetstrategy. Get on my email list at soulmeetstrategy.com and come hang out with me in my community of fellow new earth feminine leaders on Facebook. Now let's kick this off and get this party started. Hey, ladies, and welcome back to another episode of the Soul Meet Strategy Podcast. I'm so excited for today's episode. I have a very special guest here with me today, a dear friend, a mentor to myself, someone who's worked with my husband for over a year now as well, and someone who I would definitely consider to be a conscious new earth thought leader who is really paving the way forward when it comes to the new paradigm of business, when it comes to abundance and receiving money. And he's also such an expert when it comes to masculine and feminine energy, among a lot of other magic. So we are going to be jamming out today on exactly that. I'm sure we're going to talk a lot about masculine and feminine energy for female coaches and healers and how you can really find synergy in that in your own business so that you can elevate your wealth to new levels. So Ryan, I'd love to pass it over to you and give you an opportunity. I don't even know if I said your name in the beginning. I got so excited, but this is Ryan Yakomi <laughs> that is here with me today. And I'm so excited. So I'm going to pass it over to you. Hey, Jen. You, yeah, share a little bit more about yourself. Uh, great. I'm grateful to be here with you. You're amazing. You and Spencer are awesome. And um, I'm just very, very thankful for you. And also, I mean, I tell you guys this all the time, the work that you're doing in the world is so needed, so important. And I'm so appreciative um, for you guys. You're an incredible couple. And to be here on your pod, um, I know you have uh, a lot of female listeners. I am honored. Very grateful. I'm so excited to have you here with me as well. So why don't you fill everyone in a little bit? Because I know you've got your Soul Wealth podcast. You've got your amazing wife. You guys are doing a lot as well, like individually and together with your businesses that you've built up. So I'd love to hear just a little bit of your story and what all you've been up to and creating, especially in this crazy year of 2020. Yeah. So maybe a good place to start is both Chris and I, so my wife's name is Chris and we have a five month year old now. Our daughter's name is Noah, um, N-O-A. She's adorable. And and thank you. (laughs) Yes. We, We just love her. And we, so myself and Chris, have always been the black sheep of the family. You know, we've always been kind of the weird out there spiritual ones. And we always felt we were a little bit different than the rest of the family members. And we both have siblings. And so when we were younger, we both knew we were going to do something with our lives around our own business because we love freedom. Uh, but we didn't know what that was going to be, obviously. And we, we kind of, we have, I've got everyone in life. We had, I mean, our issues and traumas and you know, we didn't grow up with money. So there's a lot of limiting money beliefs in the household, a lot of paradigms around limitations and fears and lack and 
that would play out in our own money stories and it would play out in our masculine and feminine. We both didn't grow up in a household where there was a good harmony of masculine and feminine. We actually saw a lot of um, disconnect and fighting and whatnot. So when we, um, we met when we were 20, uh, we, were, we, met, we were a little younger, but we started dating when we were 20. And I started my first business when I was 20. So I dropped out of high school grade 11 um, because I knew it was filled with propaganda. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> just because I, I was just going on a different path of entrepreneurship. And I ended up um, starting my own business in construction and then built that up until I was 26. And then when I was 26, I saw The Secret. And that's when my, like I was, what was that? 2000, what year is that? 2006, I think, mm-hmm. is that, that movie came out. And I was like, what? you can attract what you want just by thinking about it. Like I was absolutely blown away. So um, that's when I started to wake up and we ended up getting into network marketing. And we, we both started to build a business from that standpoint and we just failed. Like we failed and we failed and we failed and we kept failing. And we couldn't figure out why we could not get ahead financially. So we pretty much were at that point in our late twenties broke, like broke, broke, broke. Like, I mean, living off a thousand dollars between the two of us and Chris would joke. She said, we'd go to the grocery store and we'd have to count our quarters to buy bananas because we just like had no money. So it was, everything was like, there was so much fear of going to the grocery store and having the debit card decline or the credit. We couldn't even use credit cards. Like they were totally maxed. And I think we both just at this point, we're fighting all the time about money and stressing. And we're like, we need to do something different. And that's when both of us went through a huge spiritual awakening around masculine and feminine and our own spiritual power. And we ended up joining a company with our last $600. And I said, I'm going to give this one last try. And if this doesn't work, I'm going to get a job. And we ended up building that business up to multiple six figures, uh, six figures in 10 months. And it completely changed our life. It was the first time we'd ever made 10 grand a month. And I was like, what? Like, it was an unreal feeling. I remember when we flipped over in that company to 10K, we, we did 15K, went from like 8K to 15K a month. I was like, this is amazing. And we built that business for like three years, three to four years. And then um, the company, unfortunately, started to like fall apart. There were some signs they were, they were going backwards. I don't even think the company's around anymore. I think they sold it to prove it. But um, it served such a valuable lesson because it was the first time Chris and I had ever experienced financial wealth because up until that point, it was always just a a dream. Like, well, what if we could make 10 grand a month or six figures or multiple six figures? And we did it and it was, it was awesome, but we still realized we weren't happy and we we were still fighting. So we were trying to figure out what's going on here. And then that is when we ended up hiring our life coach. And our life coach started teaching us all of these things about masculine and feminine, which we really didn't understand the depth of it to that time. We'd learned a little bit about it before, but not to the depth of it. And the reason we hired our life coach is because we were arguing all the time, like petty stuff. And Chris could make money. I couldn't make money. I could make money. She couldn't make money. We'd fight. Like, you know, the analogy crabs in the bucket. You ever heard that one? (laughs) Yeah. Okay. So you put two crabs in the bucket you know, one climbs up, the other pulls the other one down. We weren't working together. And so when we started working with our life coach, she really helped us synergize our relationship where we're much more in harmony as a couple. And we, we say when things are good at home, things are good in business. So everything in business started to elevate from there. 
and we stepped into coaching. So we transitioned out of network marketing. Chris still has her doTERRA business with oils, but I stepped into full-time coaching. I've been doing this for six years. And now, now we've grown a seven-figure business and scaled this up and done actually multiple seven figures over the last few years. But we scaled this up to a level where because we're harmonized in our masculine and feminine within ourselves and then with our relationship, we've noticed a massive impact in how quickly we create wealth when we're on the same page. So I went and did, um, I did a, a year of intense training around masculine and feminine, and then a year of intense training around intuitive development, and then a year of intense training around, um, uh, um, what was the last one I did? Masculine and feminine, intuitive development, and shadow work. Um, so I went through this whole process of about three years or so, or four years of like really deep training, and then just went full blown into teaching masculine and feminine. And that's pretty much where we're at today. That's awesome, Ryan. And it's been so cool seeing what you put out there and just how you're helping people, because obviously you've helped us a lot, but it's also been so amazing seeing the other, both men and women that you work with, just the shifts that they've had. And I know when Spencer, my husband first hired you, which was me pushing him to do it. And in a way, I mean, he decided because he's got to make his own decisions. And we're going to talk about that, I'm sure today as well. But yeah. I remember he was in such fear and resistance about what was going on in the world with everything to do with like the new world oh, order that. and all that kind of stuff. And I remember yeah. his um, application form. I think you guys were looking back at it a few months ago. And he put something on there, you know, along the lines of why he wanted to hire you. It was something like, because I'm really good at manifesting, but that means I can manifest a lot of bad shit and I want to get better <laughs> at like manifesting. Yeah, I remember shit. that. Something like yeah. that because he was so caught in these like spirals and he was seeing how you were aware of all the things that he's aware of and you were also able to integrate that and still keep pursuing your purpose and doing all of this stuff while simultaneously yeah. holding a lot of space for the feminine as well. And so that's been so cool just to see you in your element with all of that. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's a huge part of it. And um, I think you guys are both generators, right? Yeah. Human design. Yeah. So we're, so this is crazy. Myself and Chris are both projectors. And then when Noah was born, she's a projector as well. So all three of us are. And that was a huge part of this too, of knowing our human design. But um, as far as the masculine and feminine, I think the, the biggest question I always get from people is how do I figure out what's my core essence? Because they don't, they don't know um, of most people have an inclination, but a really simple way to look at it is if you're more driven towards freedom, you probably have a more masculine core essence, but if you're more driven towards love, probably a more feminine core essence, but it's more complex than that. It's not just like I'm masculine and I'm feminine and it's not gender. You know, we talked about this. It's not gender related either. It's totally an energy. Yeah. I'm glad you brought that up because this is something I see a lot in the coaching space, especially with women, because Obviously, there's a spectrum here, but so many women, because of our society and conditioning and all of these things, have been pretty trained to be in their masculine. And I know you have talked a lot about how you and Chris have navigated this, of her basically being so in the masculine in business, like not knowing how to turn that off, but then also not really loving business because there's just so much masculine. And you see this a lot with your clients. So like, is that, would you say, the most common that you yeah. see is like feminine women <clears throat> too in their well, masculine? What would you say is the most oh, totally. But that, that's actually across the board, like in general, because women, um, women have stepped up a lot. Like you guys, have, you're leading it right now. I mean, if you look at most women under 30 are earning more than most men under 30. Most single women under 30 earn more money than most single men under 30. They get better grades in school. They are achieving more ac academically. They're growing. Um, you guys are like blazing the trail 
right now. And a lot of that has to do with the flip that happened. So if you look at like my parents who are in their seventies, they grew up in the old paradigm of the man makes the money, the woman cooks and cleans and stays at home and takes care of the kids, right? And so that flipped because you have the man and his masculine, the woman and the feminine, but it's a really like a codependent kind of relationship. It's not really like nurturing in a lot of ways and doesn't leave a lot of room for growth for either people. Um, it's kind of like locked into this old paradigm, but that flipped and then men became more feminized. So men decided they want to like open their hearts, connect with their feelings, go to Bali, do some stuff, you know, whatever. And then women became more like, I want to go make my own money. I don't want to stay at home and just cook and clean and take care of the kids. I want to be an entrepreneur. I want to get a degree. I want to grow a business and be a CEO. And so what's happened is a lot of women, especially under their thirties are more masculine driven right now than men, which is actually needed for the polarity to kind of flip into a different direction um, rather than staying in that old paradigm. That makes sense. And then yeah. how would you say that affects relationships? Like the, when you talk about when things are good at home, things are good in business, like what would be the main observations that you see happening with that yeah. in polarity? Okay. So you, it's pretty much all women listening, right? So yeah. like, I mean, we could talk about this. Like, does Spencer ever do like a thing where you're just like, God, he's doing that thing again. It just drives you nuts. Frequently. Okay. okay. <laughs> <laughs> So, I mean, I'm sure I do that too, to, to my wife. So, yeah, so there's some, so when, I mean, if you're a man or a woman, if you're in your masculine, you're in, you're in go mode. Like, so you have to find a way from, to go from go mode to flow mode. But if your husband or your partner is in flow mode all the time, there's going to be things that irritate you about that. Like, you're like, come on, buddy. Like, there's going to be certain things that you're going to want done. So I always tell people, Krista's too, that, when it comes to women, you can either be a businesswoman or a woman with a business. If you're going to be a businesswoman, then you're going to have a more feminine man, if that's what you prefer. So the woman will be the one making the money and the man will be the one spending time at home or not making as much money and kind of doing his own thing. If you want to be a woman with a business, that's means you can rock your business, make money in the day, take your lady balls off when you're done and then drop back into your feminine and you can still have a masculine man if that's what you would prefer. There's no right or wrong. It's just some, whoever is going to be making the money is going to be the person in their masculine. That makes sense. And something that you've taught me that I've been doing that has really helped a lot because I think of myself more as a woman with a business, but that transition that you kind of mentioned of being able to switch from being in the masculine to actually spending some time in the feminine, especially at the end of the workday, that's helped me a lot. So I'd love your take on how, how would you typically explain that of having a transition period or what can women do yeah. to transition? So you, you only need, a woman only needs 30 minutes to transition. So if you're, if you're predominantly in money-making go mode all day and you want to transition into flow mode, you just need a 30-minute break. So that 30-minute, you could have a bath, you could go for a walk in nature, you could journal, you could change your clothes. Like I worked with a woman once who she would work all day and she'd get home and she couldn't turn it off. So we had her anchor into um, having her like have a bath or a shower and then change her outfit. And that, that helped her like get the transition into the feminine. But you only need like 30 minutes or so to transition into the feminine. It doesn't take long. Um, but you need to do that or else what will happen is if you stay in the go mode all the time, you'll burn yourself out. 
like you'll hit a wall and then it will either lead to resentment towards your partner, frustration, or your, your feminine rage will come out and you'll just start losing your shit on people. Like something will happen. So yeah, you have to have the, the transition period. Yeah, I've definitely been there with my adrenal fatigue last year of just that addiction to working and losing the identity piece, which I think is a big thing for a lot of women. At least I hear that in my community where it's like they don't really know how to be a woman anymore or how to drop into that. Like it feels unsafe to do that. And I know another area that you talk a lot about in your content and on your podcast is the idea of safety and security being really important for women. So I'd love to hear your take on like, how does that fit into female leaders in business also wanting to have this feeling of safety and security, even though they have these like big income goals and things that they're Mm -hmm. pursuing. Yeah. Um, Well, I think we kind of need to go back to where does this stem from? So if you were a, a girl, like a little girl growing up and your dad came home and he said, what did you, what did you do today? Like, what did you do today? You're going to link up that you get love from the masculine through doing more things. And so if you do, if you're doing rather than being in your, like versus if let's say your dad came home and said, wow, you look so radiant. You know, like, how are you and your feminine? I don't know, this is kind of an extreme thing. But if you, if you had that level of masculine support where you nurtured and seen and supported, you probably link up a really healthy relationship to your feminine. But most women don't, and they link it up to actual doing. So if I just do more, if I achieve more, if I'm more successful, then more people will love me and I'll feel seen and I'll feel heard and I'll feel supported and I'll feel safe if I make more money. Like the more money I make, the more safe I'll feel or the more seen I'll feel, um, which is a lot of people because a lot of people, what they do specifically with women I've worked with is they link pleasure to their masculine drive and they link pain to their feminine. So it's actually painful to like totally get into their feminine and it's pleasurable for them to make money with their business and kick ass in their masculine. So you have to find a way to bring in the pleasure for both, the pleasure for the masculine, but also the pleasure for the feminine. And when I work with women, it's usually they hit some kind of resistance in the giving up control and surrendering into their man or surrendering into their feminine because it's the masculine that gives them that sense of control and safety. That makes sense. Yeah, that makes sense. It's kind of the familiar comfort zone that so many of us are used to. It's actually uncomfortable to be in a different energy around it. Mm -hmm. Yeah, totally. So, but that, but for that to happen, like my wife, um, when I didn't know my purpose and I didn't know what I was going to do with my life, my life, my wife, stepped up to make more money because someone has to so she she needed to right which is awesome and she rocked it she you know started making 15 20 grand a month um but she didn't feel safe with me (laughs) so so she found her safety and her purpose in making money and so i needed to learn on my end to cultivate my consciousness my presence my depth uh, being in tune with her emotions being in tune with her needs sometimes before she even knows what she needs like I can catch her if I can sense she's starting to burn out in business. And so maybe, hey, honey, maybe why don't you go take a bath? You know, I'm going to take care of this. Kind of directing her in a way. Like I had to cultivate those things so she could feel safe. Um, otherwise, she wouldn't open up. Like I don't know if you can relate to this as a woman, but I know definitely. Chris went through it. Yeah, Yeah, definitely. 
Yeah, and the other thing that popped into my head when you were talking was, and I'm sure you see this, lots of women who are aware, at least at a high level of masculine feminine energy, they know that maybe they're spending too much time hustling or doing, you know, working in the business. And they're kind of on the path to burnout, you know, they're feeling frustrated because they're maybe not where they want to be financially, they're making money, but there's like this next milestone, whether it's the 10k months or the 20k, the 50k, whatever. And it's like that classic, like what got you here won't get you there. But then they might just be getting this cliche kind of advice of like, well, just surrender, you know, just like be more in your feminine and everything will flow. But these women are like, yeah, but what does that look like? Like, how do I do that? So in your experience of that, when women are coming up against this kind of limit and this glass ceiling, so to speak, and they know that they need to shift maybe more, let's say in their feminine to connect that into like the money that they want to be elevating themselves into, what is your take on that of how someone can move into being able to, like we talked about the transition, but is there anything specific when it comes into that connection piece to actually making and receiving more money? Yeah, totally. So it has to move your heart. It's got to move your heart. Because if it doesn't move your heart, you'll burn out. If it moves your heart, you'll be totally like, you know what I mean? When you're making money, if it moves your heart, you probably continue, you could go forever doing something. Definitely. Yeah. But if it doesn't move, it doesn't move the heart, you'll procrastinate on things, you'll hold back, you know, you'll create drama or whatever. But to go to that that next level it's totally it depends if you're masculine or feminine oriented um i could give you some examples too to break that down which i think yeah. would really be helpful yeah, let's do for a few people. examples um but yeah to elevate to the next level financially your purpose is related to your work in the world which is related to your art and so it's like a you know an artist creating a painting that has they're not doing it because they're trying to elevate to a million dollars they're doing it because they love to paint so it has to come from that place. If you're more masculine, it's like, let's crush this. Let's elevate this to the next level. Let's make an impact on that, whatever that looks like for you. Let's hit this certain target of finances or goal. Um, whereas your feminine side, if you just do the masculine side, your heart will be crushed. <laughs> It'll be like, then you like eat hog and dawes and drink wine and do something to like, you know what I mean? Eat all the good food to fill your heart up again. Um, but maybe it will, I don't know. Do you think it would help? to go deeper into understanding what people's core essence is? I think so, because this is something, at least in my ecosystem, I have a lot of women where they're like, I think my core essence, you know, I think I'm more feminine, but I'm not actually really sure. Like there's a bit of an identity crisis that comes up because they've spent maybe so much time in their masculine or they have a weird relationship to their feminine. So if there's, yeah, any other tips or nuggets that you can share? Yeah, so let's look at the different domains the different um, realms, like, you know, like in, in life, there's the, there's, you know, dimension of animals, like Spence is really into animals. So there's dimension, the realm of animals, there's a dimension of realm of like ghosts or like, you know, entities, there's a dimension of realm of humans and masculine and feminine has the same thing. That's why I said it's not gender related. So it's not as simple as saying, okay, I'm masculine because I love freedom. And my wife is feminine because she loves love. She's driven towards love. It's a little bit more complex than that. So maybe I could start with my mind. So my mind is masculine, but my wife's mind is feminine. Meaning that like I can do 
oh my God, business strategies. I can break down business ascension plans. I can see how people can go from zero to 10K to 50K and like the roadmap to get there. And I can lay it all out over a 12 month plan. That's easy for me. That would drive my wife nuts, Jenna. Like, (laughs) (laughs) so I don't know, like you and you and Spence, if you're, you might be strong at that too, right? I don't know. Yeah, I would say in our dynamic, I'm better at and more energized by doing that, whereas Spencer is not super lit up by doing that. Totally. So you might have a masculine mind. He might have a feminine mind. I don't know. Um, But with Chris, her mind's super feminine. So she is just, she couldn't lay out a plan at all. What she could do, though, is keep the party going. She could, she could, she could make things really fun and she could be really creative and then bring those creative ideas to the, to the world in the moment, um, based on her feelings. So my mind is masculine. Chris's mind is feminine. Um, and we always attract our reciprocal. So if you're wondering, like, how could I put this? If you're wondering why you get pissed off with your partner, (laughs) it's because they're the opposite of you. Yeah, so, that's the law of polarity. Yeah, right. <laughs> and and to the like, some couples are neutral. Like, you ever have you ever met a couple that they they never fight? Like, mm-hmm. they're just they're just like almost like best friends. Yeah, they're just the same. Yeah, that's just because they have a more neutral polarity of masculine and feminine. Whereas people who are like, if you take an extreme case where they're really polarized and they're masculine, or polarized and they're feminine, they come together as a massive charge. And typically they fight, like they fight a lot, but they also have crazy times where they have sex. Like it's, whereas the couple that never fights, it's like just really kind of melancholy. It's not really like polarized sex. So the, the more polarized you are, the more charged there's going to be. And I think that's important to understand. Sometimes couples will be like, why do I fight with my partner all the time? And other people don't, um, just based on your own personal polarity. But my, um, my body has a lot of feminine energy. Like I like to move, I, I, I love like dance, I love to work out, I love movement. Whereas Chris, she has more masculine in her body. So as an example, she doesn't like to dance, she hates cardio, um, she, she doesn't like any of that stuff, but she does like to sit, like she'll sit on the couch and she'll pull up her phone and she'll scroll, scroll social media and see what people are doing and connect with them. So her the masculine like stillness, so she's sitting on the couch, her, body is totally chill. So it's not moving. So that's her masculine bliss, but her feminine mind is getting fulfilled by connecting with people on social media by scrolling the phone. Right. So you know what I mean? Like Mm -hmm. there's a different masculine feminine. That makes total sense. Yeah. But her emotions are feminine. The way she moves her spirituality, the way she seeks spirituality and enlightenment is all feminine. It's like buying oils and experiences and food and events. She wants to be filled up. Whereas my spiritual idea is probably more like Spence, I want to be emptied. I don't want, like, my idea of spiritual connection is being alone in a cabin in the woods and not seeing anyone. I love it. Yeah, you guys are on the same page. <laughs> but I don't know, is that, is that something you crave too, or is it? No. No? Okay. <laughs> so yeah, so your spiritual, you get spiritually filled up then through your feminine. Yeah, definitely. It's by like people and experiences and food and oil, like all, all the same thing, the feminine for sure. Yeah. So to link it back to like, how do you scale from the 10 to 20 or 30 or 50, yours would be through the feminine connection, not the masculine connection. Right. So whereas mine would be to deep it, like 
So for anyone knows this, the more that you spend time growing a business, the more it kills your consciousness. Like the more you feel depleted, the more time you spend building a business. I mean, look at people who work in jobs. You want to know how to kill a human being, put them in an office for 40 hours a week. Like that's how you kill someone's soul and consciousness. So for you, your, your radiance is going to come through being in the feminine, like your retreat and connection that would like, I would prefer to deepen into consciousness and then um, bring that consciousness to the world in a way that it deepens people, you know, through my work, whatever means that is same with probably same with Spence. So yeah, you have to identify what you need in the moment because it's going to be different things. So there, if you, if you have, um, if there's a person on the line who has a masculine edge, who's like, I want to make more money and this is the reason and they want to maybe prove to themselves they can do this. You need to do it because you, you don't want to die incomplete, right? That's a part of it. So that makes sense. And it makes sense to me because we all kind of go through different seasons and places in our life. You know, as an example, for a long time, I was super drawn to working mostly one-on-one with clients. And I really liked the spaciousness of that and the depth of going hands-on. Whereas now I'm basically not working with private clients and I'm so called to create like group experiences and bringing women together. And it's a much more feminine energy. And the more I focus on that, the more the energy of those containers build and the more the income and revenue grows as well. Whereas Spencer is also bringing more in and creating more in terms of revenue and stuff with the business. But he has shifted where he's really focused on -on one-on-one and having that, that kind of more masculine season in the business. He's not called to create groups and bring stuff, which I know there can be masculine brotherhood, but it's just an interesting kind of paradigm shift. I don't know if that makes sense, but that's just something I've noticed like the trend in our actual business structure as well. Yeah. And that's a good point because the business has to be set up around your masculine and feminine. If it's not, it's going to feel out of alignment. Like as an example, so if you kept going one-to-one and everything was about depth and connection on that level, just with one person, that probably wouldn't move your soul compared to groups and retreats and stuff like that. And the opposite is true for Spence. Same, same with me. I work with the, you know, yourself included and Spencer, and there's a bunch of one-to-one clients I work with. Uh, we have group programs too. I love the depth of one-to-one and that's a masculine thing. You know, I love like really being connected to serve people. Um, but some people prefer to, to reach larger groups of people, which could be a feminine thing. Yeah. Yeah. And I kind of find depending on what season of your life you're in or where you're at, Sometimes to elevate to the next level, you need to kind of call in a bit of energy from that other area that maybe you haven't been spending more time. And so for me, I got it to a certain point in my masculine and yeah, what got me there isn't going to be what gets me here to the next level. So then I had to bring in an anchor and more feminine energy of allowing myself to focus more on group experiences, a lot more nourishment of myself, all of these things of just a lot more flow as opposed to just trying to make it happen. And that's like definitely the number one thing I see for women in business is this attachment and desire and almost need to make more money because that's kind of mm. maybe something you've experienced in your journey. Cause I know you said you, you guys started crushing the 5k months, but then you yeah. were still fighting and solving issues. And I feel yeah. oh, that God, happens yeah. for a lot for so many <laughs> women where they're like, if I could yeah. just make 5k a month, or if I could just make yeah, it's going to solve all my it's problems. Solve everything. And then you get there yeah. and you're like, oh shit, I'm still just overworking. feel like I'm basically an employee in my own business. I don't feel lit up and inspired. And that's where I, I've seen so many women lately 
coming to me and probably similar for you where, yeah, they've done amazing things and they like their business. They're pretty on purpose, all of this stuff, but there's like this disconnect on the money piece based on their relationship to the masculine and feminine. Yeah. Well, you kind of got to look at what's the purpose of making more money. You know, what, what are you seeking from having it? Is it like you said earlier, is it it someone maybe they're seeking safety or being seen or being heard or recognized for what they want to do? The thing with that though, is if someone's not able to make the money they want, they really need to look at what they're getting out of that. Um, And for a lot of people are actually being seen and heard by being in their victim story or their wounded story and they're getting attention that way rather than actually being in their power. Totally. And something I actually wrote a post on this morning that just kind of came through for me was how many, I'll say women, because that's mostly who's listening to this, how many women are actually sourcing their confidence because there's a lack of confidence and self-trust and worth and all this stuff that is at the root of a lot of this. So let's say confidence and she's sourcing it from her kind of hero's journey that she's got the story created in her mind of like, okay, well, I started at rock bottom in survival. And then if I can elevate myself up to here, it's going to be safe to be seen. And I'm going to have my confidence around that, but it's actually not truly fueled by love, which let's say for someone whose core essence is feminine, that's like where the secret kind of disconnect can kind of be happening where she's trying to do it more from proving herself on this hero's journey, Mm -hmm. but that doesn't actually light her soul up. So her soul is basically just like, nope, like not available (laughs) for that. And then it just creates more evidence of like, oh, well, things don't work. Things are never working out. Things are hard, but it's actually kind of what you alluded to of that, like addiction to our Mm -hmm. stories and our identity around it, it, say being hard. Yeah, totally. Yeah. Yeah. And that, so that's usually happening from a second stage woman. So second stage woman is different than a man. So second stage woman is usually like, she doesn't want to be told what to do. She's directing herself. Um, She is like totally got it. Like I'll work with women who don't want their man's help. Um, They can figure it out. They can do it better than their man. And which is probably true in most cases. Um, They're making more money than their man. And yet there's this feeling of like, there's not enough love. I want more or I want more money or I want more love or I want more. It's like not enough ever. And when she evolves into the third stage, there's this deep surrender that happens where she kind of goes from, I'm in control. I got this. Don't tell me what to do (laughs) to um, let me be guided through whatever the universe, God, you know, whatever source, totally surrendered and then she's led from that place and that's when everything elevates to another level and you still take that part of you that's like i got this you're still this that part of you is still there it's just you're now adding in the other part of surrender yeah it's almost like you go from letting that second stage lead you to it just supporting you yes. as you elevate and i know yeah. for me i can totally relate because i feel like i bounce between both it's like sometimes second stage <laughs> yeah. and i think that's important if anyone's listening to this it's not like you elevate to one level and now you're mm-hmm. just like locked in at that level <laughs> like life no. happens and like your yeah. husband might trigger you or something happens or life yeah. whatever and it's like then you can find yourself actually going this way and i find myself dipping but it's kind of like a muscle where i can start to catch it more frequently and then totally. go oh yeah. Okay. So yeah. 
it's more of what I need. Just well, well, like a first, a first stage, just to clarify. So first stage would be a woman who really, really needs masculine direction. And she could even be in a wound of like being victimy or blaming the masculine or whatever. But, you know, she's definitely not feeling like she could change her life. She needs like someone outside of her to help her. And then the second stage is, you know, she's like, ah, I got this. I can figure this out myself, right? And then the third stage is she goes into full surrender. But I will say in the first stage, sometimes you need a bit of that, not victimy, wounded place, but more receiving the masculine, mm -hmm. you know, to be able to, whether that's man or woman, doesn't matter, but receiving the masculine direction to be surrendered enough to receive that. Yeah, they kind of create a synergy together. I think of it, say, for business, for a coach, there's still that element of you're not looking outside of yourself for say the magic pill, magic strategy, mm -hmm. but there's still an element of saying, okay, maybe I need a little bit of masculine structure from my business coach or whatever to help me find my gaps and give me some support here while simultaneously still being confident that like, I got this like with or without that I'm not, I'm not looking outside of myself, but I'm open to that support. And then also kind of being in that energy of like surrender and not trying to just make it happen it's like you're supported you got this and there's also the more kind of spiritual surrender piece mixing those things together yeah. it's kind of like the secret <laughs> sauce but the work is actually like the embodiment of yeah. those things in yeah and I think a good way to simplify is like I said I have a very feminine energy running through my body and sometimes um sometimes it can be super structured for sure but sometimes I usually want to move and I think it's really important because we can overcomplicate the whole conversation of masculine and feminine because it is pretty complex. But a good way to simplify this is if you're in your feminine, let your feelings lead you. Don't get in your head. Like if you want to bake, bake. If you want to dance, dance. If you want to hang out with friends, drink wine, do that. Like do whatever makes you feel good in the moment and you'll get filled up. If you're in, this is how you know you're in your masculine. You look at your day and you go, fuck <laughs> like, you're like that's a lot of shit to do and you're, you're like hoping you're you're grateful for it but you're hoping at the end of the day you're going to feel this sense of like accomplishment or relief or something like that like you want and if you're really deeply in your masculine you're not going to want to create anything you won't even want to go on social media those be like, I don't even want to do anything. It's kind of like the feeling when you've been really deprived of sleep. Mm -hmm. And you're like, I just don't. Like, you ever been hungover before? Oh, yeah. This morning? And you're like, the last thing you want to do is create a fucking website. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you know it's, I mean? it's like you can be in your masculine and be inspired. But at the same time, there's kind of that energy of just wanting stillness and emptiness and not having to do stuff. Like, I know there's times where I've been in my masculine and I love my clients and don't really experience this anymore but there's been times where I've looked at my day and I'm like oh I kind of secretly hope people cancel <laughs> because I sure. just want to like do nothing you know I, I want to do nothing or I'm like craving the feminine and being like oh I want to like bake yeah. a cake but there's nowhere in there to like do that yeah. um yeah totally so a great example of that is if I feel the same way what's actually happening in the masculine this is good for all the women who are business owners is you're probably craving either consciousness or your feminine. So, you know, because building a business wears down your consciousness, and your life force, it, it does. It's like, you can't do it 24 seven. You need some kind of relief from it um, or else you'd go crazy. But it's a good indication that either you're looking to be empty, like you're too full 
or you're too empty because you've been giving so much of yourself that you want to be filled up again in the feminine. And so it might be time to come back, take that 30 minute break, come back into your feminine, fill up or a day or whatever, and then you'll be filled up and then you'll be able to give back to the world again. Masculine is different. You have to be emptied to be able to give back to the world, not filled up. That makes so much sense. And And like this actually just, as you said that, I'm like, this feels good. This feels complete. I mean, not that I wouldn't want to keep asking you questions on all of this, but I think this is a good episode. I'm sure I'll have you back for another episode and we'll continue this at some time in the future. But all of the things that you've said, I feel like gives the women tuning into this such an opportunity to really tune into themselves and their core essence. How can they connect this into making more money? So do you have any final thoughts that are coming through? For you on any of this any final words any final nuggets yes i do so if you want to get more into the feminine as a business as a woman with a business or businesswoman and you don't always speak your truth you bottle it up you bottle up your emotions you hold things back like your husband does something that bothers you or something happens with people in your life and you and you hold back start to get really good at not controlling your emotions. So even if it's for like three seconds, just blah, just let it, let it come out, like not in a destructive way, but let it come out and you'll start to allow your feminine to come back into your body and your soul and you'll start to move it. Like, cause at the end of the day, if you're gonna grow your business and you're in a feminine place, you'll get paid a higher amount of money the more feminine energy you express through your body. Just like I'll get paid more money, the more masculine energy consciousness I express through my body. I look you in the eyes. I, you know, my voice isn't quiver. It isn't weak. Like the more consciousness I express through my body, the more money I make. Same if you're a feminine person, it's just feminine energy through the body. So the first place you want to start with that is to notice where you're abusing yourself because you're not fully expressing your emotions and how you can start to give up the control of the emotions and let it come through you. That's the same as a man that needs to actually take control and lead. It's just the opposite. So, yeah. Amazing. That makes so much sense. So good. And such a final, such a good way to finalize the end of this episode and this chat that we've had together because there's so much goodness packed in there. And Ryan, I know you share a lot of amazing content. You've got your Soul Wealth podcast as well as a couple other places that you hang out online. So I'd love for you to share if Mm -hmm. the ladies listening to this want to follow some of your masculine presence and the amazing content that you share, where are the best places to be in touch with you, to follow you, all the things? Um, You go to my site, ryanyukomi.com, and then Instagram is always a good place. Cool. And your handle is just your name, right? It's Ryan. Yeah, it's just my name. Yeah. Amazing. Well, I want to thank you for being here with me. Thanks, Jenna. It's so fun and a beautiful conversation I like even took a few notes while you were talking just to remind myself of a few of these things which is always a good indicator of a great episode yeah of course Jen it was an honor thank you for having me yeah and thank you everyone for listening to this and make sure you go follow Ryan and maybe even tag us in this episode if you were loving it today and let us know your biggest takeaway
Thanks so much for joining me for today's episode of the Soul Meat Strategy Podcast. I'd love to hear what came up for you during this episode. Tag me on your stories on Instagram at Soul Meat Strategy and come hang out with me inside of the New Earth Feminine Leadership Community on Facebook. Don't forget to leave me a review as I love and so deeply appreciate hearing your feedback. And from my heart to yours, keep shining bright, sister, and I'll see you on the next episode.